What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast is back. Ryan is here. Rich oh, yeah. is here. What's up, everyone? Welcome to. I'm glad to be back this week. Yeah, last week we recorded without Rich. No problem yes. at all. We said you were back on the IL. <laughs> you, were, you were GTD. That's Game it. Decision. Game time decision. And then you went to out. Oh. <laughs> A late minute scratch. No, Stinks, man. I don't know. People were ready for it. We didn't set our lineups. We didn't get it. We didn't get our lineups ready. But now he's activated off the IL. We're back. The we back episode four now. We back episode four. Respect. I like chat, it. Man. I like it. I like it. Appreciate everybody out there. We need to. We we're, we're we're back. Sweatshirts. Ooh. There <laughs> we, we go. Took us four, five, six years to get the other ones that Ryan finally. <laughs> Crazy. We back Crazy merch. football. Yes. 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 Crazy football games, man, that we got to see last weekend. Holy cow. It was Bengals and Chiefs and Niners and Rams to get to the Super Bowl. That was awesome. It was really nice, man, to, like, sit down and watch, like, really competitive, awesome football games. It made me, like, sad to have the NFL season be wrapped up, you know? And now, you know, next week we get the Super Bowl, right? People will be hearing this tomorrow, so next weekend is mm-hmm. Super Bowl. So they'll get, world. yeah. So, um, what'd you think, man? I want I want to get you guys' opinion on the season. You know, coming in, do you still think the COVID? You know, a lot of guys would miss games. Do you think that it, there would be, you know, any big trades that you didn't see? You no, know, the people. A lot of people retired. A lot of legends in the game have retired. So, um, Rich, what do you think, man? What would you think at the end of the season? I think it was a good season. Uh, I don't think too nothing too crazy happened during the season. Uh, you know, obviously at the end with Tom Brady and Ben retiring, <clears throat> but throughout the season, you know, no big trades that I could really remember that were like wow. Uh, you know, OBJ going to the Rams and Von Miller going to the Rams, but um, for the most part, man, great season. Uh, it's all. I mean, I'm a big underdog fan, so seeing uh, the Bengals here in the Super Bowl. The Rams making it there. I'm a, you know, Matthew Stafford, the career he had, and now he's finally in a Super Bowl. So I think it was a great season. You know, saw a lot of up and downs with a lot of teams. Chiefs started this season, you know, looking like, what the heck's going on? Then all of a sudden they run off nine straight. Um, Cowboys, you know, Cowboy fan Mike, great season, ended up falling short. Um, 49ers, I mean, you know, look at those guys, the season they had. Uh, you know, coming up just short of going to another Super Bowl. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I, you know, I think it was a great season. Yeah, man, I do too. And just with Ben retiring and Brady retiring, um, two guys that I grew up watching now no longer in the NFL, you know, a year or so after Breeze and Rivers and those guys left, Eli, you know, like those guys that you kind of grew up watching in the NFL at the quarterback position, you know, more of them are retiring. Aaron Rodgers left, but what does he do? You know, another crazy run by the Packers. I agree, Rich. I think the Cowboys, another disappointment for me. Um, the AFC North is the new is the new division, bro. Me, that's a division that's like, whoa, I'm 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 afraid that you guys you, you know, both your teams are in that division, man. You got you got some uh, years and just quarterbacks, AFC quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Am, am I forgetting anybody? Is there, there's got you know there's 
Baker in there. Might as well. You know, Mac Jones, who, who knows what's going to happen with him. I'm saying, like, the AFC is on fire, man. Wow, what an emergence of the AFC North and just the quarterback position in general in the NFL for for the years to come, we are in for a treat, man. We are in for a big time treat. Um, I think it was some disappointments for some teams, you know. Not uh, the Seahawks kind of disappointed me this year. I thought they were going to be better. I thought I thought the Ravens were going to be better, Rich. You know, I really did. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other teams that I thought were going to be better. Maybe if Ryan Cardinals. Cardinals. I, the Cardinals were on fire and then they slowed down. I, that was a wild thing. Like, what's going to happen over there? That's going to be something we're going to be talking about in this offseason of the NFL. Cliff Kingsbury, is he going to be back? Kyler Murray, you know, he, he's got to really click in and, 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 and the playoffs got to make a real run and got to gather the guys and get them going. I don't know, man. Right? what do you think about this year? It was awesome. This year was great, yeah. The, we had a ton of underdogs like my uh like rich was saying a ton of underdogs won this season i saw a stat where if you put a hundred dollars on every underdog every game this season you'd be up twenty three hundred dollars so just the just shows you how many underdogs truly won this season and how big of underdogs even pulled up like jets over you know the titans games like that texans Mm -hmm. um but in terms of COVID and, and injuries, I felt like this season was. Um, they, I feel like they handled it as be- the best they could. We got through it. Uh, we were super spoiled with the playoffs. Uh, every single one of those games was good. Every single one. Um, they all were, if I'm not mistaken, one possession games, or, or you know, came down to one one possession. Uh, but yeah, there were some disappointments, definitely. Uh, I think Rich's case with the Ravens was kind of just mostly to injury, um, kind of hard to fill in some of the guys that were that went out with when you just have the entire defense and you know you're picking up dudes who were just selling blinds and cars last week to run <laughs> play running back, <laughs> um, and then Steelers just you know Ben retiring and. Not really, you know, making a playoffs, but, you know, not really having too spectacular of a season himself uh, individually. But we were spoiled this year, this season, uh, for sure. A lot of unpredictable things happened, I think, uh, in terms of on-the-field play. Uh, I do think the OBJ and Von Miller trades to the Rams were probably the biggest things that happened. And look how, look how those things paid off for them. Uh, so I think teams are... This upcoming year going to be moving a lot of pieces around, so we'll we'll save that for a different episode. What we think, you know, and when the off season hits, but I think this the Super Bowl is just going to be leading up from what we already was a really great season. Oh yeah, man, unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. I think the NFL goes in that direction. I think some teams start to sell, you know, trade off their draft picks and get guys who are proven, who have been. Um, superstars for both those guys, OBJ and Von Miller in the league, now going to a the team like the Rams. I heard the Rams organization is a really well-run organization from players who play there, from what I've been hearing on interviews and stuff like that, and just the culture that Sean McVay um, you know, really promotes over there and encourages over there is something that the players want to be a part of. And it shows. You know, They've been to the Super Bowl pretty quickly here. Um, since he's been the coach, twice since he's been the coach, once they lost, and this one, man, is going to be a real one, because he's going against Joe Burrow, Joe B, 
and Jamar Chase and Zach Taylor. So people got to start knowing this guy's name, including myself. Zach Taylor, man, real deal head coach in the NFL, turning around an organization that has been a joke for a really long time. Um, the Bengals win the AFC North, and the Bengals beat the Chiefs. You know, really quickly, what'd you think of that, Rich? Did you think that was going to happen? Did you think the Bengals were going to beat the Chiefs this weekend? No. Uh, you know, that game started off, what, they were down 24-3, to 3, I think the score was at, at one point. Um, but that's uh, the Bengals, man. They're, they're a second-half team. They make good adjustments, uh, and they're never out of it. They got playmakers. I mean, they could quickly drive down the field quick, get a score, and, you know, be down by two touchdowns and get a stop on defense and – you know, that's exactly what happened. You know, they, they, they could score quick, and they got some plays on defense. Um, I think it was pretty uh, ironic. I'm pretty sure you guys probably seen it, but, uh, you know, there was a stat saying it took Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds in overtime to beat the Bills, and it took him 13 seconds in this game to to uh, throw a pick and make the, the Chiefs lose. But uh, that's just quick. That's, that's how this just shows you, you know, how quick things could change around in a game. I mean, awesome game. Awesome game. You know, in the beginning when we were watching it, I thought that was a wrap. I thought the Chiefs had it. And then here we go. Here comes Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins. I mean, unbelievable team. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for them. Uh, it's going to be a good Super Bowl. Great Super Bowl, bro. So pumped for this one. So the Bengals get in. But, Ryan, I want to know your opinion about this game. But I want you to, if you could, for me, tell me, like, it. Are we still hyped? You know, people are going to hate me out there, but I just got to ask the question. I feel like I got to be a, a journalist sometimes. Are we hyped on Patrick Mahomes still? Or is Patrick Mahomes just like the rest of these guys, like on the same level? Because when they talk about this guy, he's a level above everybody else. It's the way they talk about him. Is he or isn't he? And, you know, go where you went, you want with this. But Wow, that's a really, really good question because he's been like Sports Center and ESPN's like, you know, eye candy for the last two, three years. And there was a point where he seemed unstoppable, especially this season after they got it together uh, in the past few seasons, obviously. And now it's almost, it begs the question, is he not as fundamentally sound as, as some of these other quarterbacks? Like, is he a little wild? Is he more, you know, gunslinger, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston than he is like a Tom Brady or, you know what I mean? Like, is he does he just have that many good weapons out there that he can utilize? Uh, not to take anything away from Patrick Mahomes, obviously, but I just think the talent pool is really, really solid, and they're kind of catching up. I mean, that that Bengals defense is a very underrated unit. I think I think it's really slept on uh, what they were able to do: turn Mahomes over, get stops when they needed to. Um, in the first half, like like Rich was saying, it looked like they were about to run away with it. Same old Chiefs, you know, see them back in the Super Bowl again. Um, you were sort of, you know, happy for the Bengals. Oh, they made it this far. And then they, they woke up, started getting stops. Defense had some big plays. Uh, like Rich said, the weapons were getting going on offense. And you're kind of like, hold up. Can the Bengals, are the Bengals actually about to make the Super Bowl? Joe Burrow in his second season coming off of a major injury about to beat the Chiefs and go to the Super Bowl. And yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, but in terms of your back to your question, Mike, I I don't know. I, I think that now we're going to start shifting. There's going to be a little bit shift of a narrative because you know every all the media outlets and stuff are just looking for the shiny new toy, whatever's next. And, and Joe Burrow seems to be it right now. 
the amount of times I've seen graphics post. I, I saw this post where it was like all the things. I don't know. Maybe one of you guys sent it in the chat. But it was like all the things that the Rams are, are better at than the Bengals. And it was like uh, touchdown. Like they just had green check marks next to everything they were better than them. At. It was like touchdowns, turnover battle, defense, uh, like statistically what they were better at. And then on the right side, the Bengals, they just had a picture of Joe Burrow. So it was like, do you, do you go with, you know, the, the stats say what's going on? Or, but the Bengals got Joe Burrow, man. I don't know. You can never count them out, it seems like. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, It's a tough one. But, yeah, I, I do think you bring up a really good point. I think you bring up a really good point with uh, – welcome back. <laughs> but uh, yes, you bring up a really good point with, with – uh, do we – is everyone moving on? Is the narrative moving on from Patrick Mahomes or does it set up an underdog story for him now? So I'm saying it's like, okay, man, like, listen, I think this guy is very good. Right. But like you, I, you sit with people sometimes and they talk about Patrick Mahomes, like he is the level, you know, 38 above everybody, man. Like not even just a level above. Like, it's like Patrick Mahomes, then everybody else, you know, but, it, this it's, yeah, Rich. But let's just take a couple steps back here. The first couple of years we see Mahomes out there, he's killing it. I mean, so many touchdowns. I, I can't remember the numbers, but, you know, throwing for a bunch of touchdowns, no interceptions. So a little bit of a downfall for this guy. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it looks dramatic. You know, it looks it looks big. You know, he, he still had an awesome year. Look at the throws and him escaping out of the pocket and making those throws in that Bengals game. I mean, he's a playmaker. I mean. I, I just think he's held to a very high standard because of the success he had in his first couple of years, winning the MVP, winning a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. So any type of, you know, they, they lose a couple games earlier this season. They're talking, are the Chiefs over? And then look what happened. They make a nine, you know, they have a nine-game run. And I, I, it's just tough, man. That's a tough question because he has success for consistently for the last four or five years. Yeah, but is he a level above everybody, though? I think so, because he's consistent with it. He's been like that for years. Okay, so okay, so let's do this, because this is the talk we always have with Dak and Wentz, and give it a certain amount of years, and then we'll be able to tell what it is, and we got to tell what that is. Uh, we don't got to go, you know, we go into that for Frankie's sake, for everybody else's sake that's going to listen. Um, but now, now the thought is this. So, okay, so if Patrick Mahomes next year doesn't win the Super Bowl, and the year after that, and and then and then you see Josh Allen in these championship games and in the Super Bowls and Burrow and uh, Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson or or you know these these up and comers now you start seeing them in more now they caught up to Mahomes is that one of this or and so you're just giving Mahomes a couple more years pass because he got a little bit of head game on these guys he just played a little bit more than them but he hasn't accomplished anything more than you know a Super Bowl and an MVP and listen the guy is great. That's not what this question is. Don't look at it like that. I'm saying, is he a level above the way Brady was? Brady was a level above. Had to be, right? Because of the chips. Yeah, but look, look, look at Brady's first 10 seasons. I think he won one Super Bowl. I think he won his last four or five in the last 10 years. You know? So in the beginning of, it, in the beginning of his season, he only – yeah, I think that's the stat. The first 10 years of his career – he won one Super Bowl, and he won the other ones in his last 10 years. I mean, he developed, and that team got better. I mean, I don't know. I, I, that's a truck. That, that's a that's a tough question, Mike. Well, I mean, I'll say I'll say this. Answer, we're here to answer tough questions, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, say right. this. I, I think that right now, he, if, using the comparison with what Rich just said with Brady, I think that right now Mahomes is at that point where he, like like Rich said, you made a really good point. He started out so hot where if he's in four straight AFC championship games or whatever it is now, three straight. And um, you see one Super Bowl out of that, right? Two Super Bowl appearances. And maybe next year he doesn't make it to the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl in the year after. But I think that with his talent, now he just needs the mental game to catch up on top of it. Because I do think that he's so talented that that was carrying him so far that certain, there are certain times where just you, you can't run out there and, and force certain things where you have to live to see the next sometimes you have to live to see the next play and that's comes from experience in the game and that's what it seemed like with Brady the way he was developing like Rich was saying where he got he was just so, he was such a level above now both with his physical talents and his mental aspect and being a quarterback you have to be mentally above everybody else as well I feel like Mahomes is just waiting for we're just waiting for Mahomes for that part to catch up but right now the talent pool is so crazy it just feels like to me that someone like Joe Burrow might even have that already, you know, maybe not, maybe not to the point, you know, Tom Brady, obviously, but there just seems like he has a sort of game knowledge that just comes with, with being a quarterback. And I feel like Mahomes has that. And I think once Mahomes has that as well, but I think once it catches up to how talented he is physically and, and what he's able to do, I think that then we're going to be able to we're going to start seeing three year in a row Super Bowls like if that ever if that comes to fruition you know what I mean like if that if his mental game ever matches his his physical God-given ability then it's going to start getting scary with with his Super Bowl runs I think if his team if his team is as good as it as it is no I agree I agree I and I think Patrick Mahomes has all the physical attributes you want in a quarterback so that's no problem and his once he gets that mental side of the game maybe slow things down throw a ball ball away you no know, take a sack don't don't you know carelessly fling it backwards you know stuff like that i think when he tightens that in and do, knows that he don't have to do that as much um i think you're right i think he can, can be you know he is great you know that's all i'm saying but i'm telling you that the guys that are coming up behind him, including the man that beat him just recently, Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and those cats, Justin Herbert, like I naming them over and over, and it's a lot of AFC guys. Dak Prescott, please believe it. All these guys are coming for uh, believe it. All these guys are coming for that dude. It's not going to be an easy run for him, just the way it wasn't an easy run for Brady when he had Breeze and Eli and and Roethlisberger and you Peyton know, Manning, Manning. All these guys, man, coming for his neck guys are going to come for his it's going to be real man rich i don't know about that i still haven't figured it out because i'm just looking you know i'm trying to listen to what ryan's saying too and not look on my phone as much about when's the first time brady won a super bowl but i don't think it was his, it, i don't think it took him 10 years in the league to win his first no 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 i think he won one early but then he only won one in 10 seasons or something like that he's won more in his last 10 season than he did in his first 10 season okay so i don't know I the exact number on that but I think his first Super Bowl was won in 2002. And then look when his next one was. His next, but he came in the league in 
thousand in two thousand, I believe. Two thousand one, like early. Oh, we yeah. lost Rich. Then. Well, I mean, that's just like Mahomes. I'm Dude. still here. Okay, Rich is looking for it now. Look for it now. Look, I am. But I'm. It's it's a good. This is this is a topic I want to bring up because I want want to hear what the listeners think about it too. You know, I want them to ponder it. You know, in their car or their. You know, wherever they're listening to the podcast, man. See what they think. Patrick Mahomes, is he a level above everybody else? Or is the playing field kind of like leveled out? And all these guys are just very, very good. No? Uh, <laughs> I, I got mean, it right here. Okay, here we go. So 2002, he won the Super Bowl. 2004, 2005. But then after 2005, he didn't make it back for, for 10 years. Uh, 2015, 2017, 2019. In 2021, those are all the Super Bowls he's, he's won. So he, he won three, and then four. Man, Brady, level above everybody else, bro. It's a different standard. <clears throat> that that I agree with, and I hope everybody else there does, because everyone just got to see the goat. The goat left. Who's going to be the next goat? Is this what this question? That's what this question is. Who is the? Is there going to be? Or are, are the, is the playing field leveled out, you know? Like, once LeBron leaves, next guy up has got to be KD. If he stays a little longer, he'd be the what people would, I think, would be considered, you would consider the GOAT. But, like, once those two guys, like, young dogs are coming up. I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but John Morant, Trey Young, and Zach Levine. Oh, yeah. LaMelo Ball. And, and all. I mean, we can go on and on and on with this, guys, you know? Steph is up there too, obviously, with those go with those guys of the KD and, and LeBron and and um and, and Steph. Those guys are in that same you know goat. But the NFL man, I think the playing field is leveling out at least up to me. Um, we're gonna go to Rich here in a second. I don't know what Rich is looking up now, but how about that picture Rich has pop up when <laughs> you, you get that to the guy with the oh, headphone? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I picked that headset. one. Come on, <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Oh, of course you did. This has got some screenshots for us, man. We're going to debate a little bit here. Rich, you ready for that? Yep, I'm ready. That's what I'm looking at right now. So, okay. um, since we're, since we're this, uh, discussing football, uh, this week, you know, Washington announced their name. I just want to get your opinion on that. Hmm. Washington Commanders, what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about that new name? Yeah, right. He can go. Uh, <laughs> well, thankfully, I'm not a Washington fan, so it, what they they can call themselves whatever they want as long as it's not offending anybody. I don't I don't care, but that's 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 what they came up with. That right. that was the best they could do. But I don't know. I, I feel like it'll gr- I feel like it's like anything new. It'll grow on you, and then we'll we'll be saying it and we'll forget that it even was a controversy at any at any point. But I'm. I think I'm more, like the branding is what it. Whatever. I think I'm more upset with the uniforms and the way that they put it together. It's like they stuck with the generic word art block lettering, and the for that you just if you're gonna stick with the generics, then you gotta stick with football team. Like if you're gonna go, you know, in a completely different direction with a new team name, Commanders. I feel like you gotta switch it up. Like, yeah. Keep sure. Keep. Keep the colors, you know, because that's your franchise colors. But you got to add some new designs. Just the W again with block letter. I don't know. To me, it felt like they could have had a better graphic designer working on this, <laughs> and the branding, the marketing could have been a, a a lot better. But the team name itself, I mean, to me, it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna stick on it too much. But 
my real issues with the uniforms and the branding like you there's got to be better there's got to be a better way to to work with commanders like yeah. they got to have something better like some maybe throw some camo in there like something to mix it up but it's pretty much just the Washington football team all same branding it should have just exactly. stayed with that they yeah. should just stay with the Washington football team or Washington football club or or Washington whatever Washington I I don't care Man, I, I'm I'm not, I don't know. Uh, Especially if they're going to be generic like that with with like the commanders their uniforms. I, yeah, I like the commanders. I, I'm not mad at the name itself, but I, I was just used to calling them the Washington Football Team anyway, and it was kind of sticking. And they didn't do much. Yeah, with the uniforms, they kind of stayed <laughs> the colors that they had. They had a chance to and look basically. Just yeah, I don't like the W. It looks like two V's. Yeah. That, but it's like it's the same W they used when they were just the football team. So it's like, yeah. Washington football team has rebranded to the Washington Commanders. I don't know, man. I don't like it. I'm not down for it. That's my opinion. Ryan's opinion also not down for it. What's the next topic, Rich? Uh, let's, talk, let's talk a little Jimmy G here. Um, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. It looks like he's gonna be out of San Francisco. Uh, looks like they're looking for a second round pick. Um, you guys think? You think that's – I mean, second-round pick's not really that much. I think a team could offer that for him. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know we're not a big fan of Jimmy G, but somehow, man, he wins games. He almost made it to his second Super Bowl in the last three years. Yeah, I hear that. And there's not really much I can say because, you know, that is what it is. It's, you know – I can't debate that, right? The wins and losses. Um, but yeah, to me, it's not him, man. He's not a good quarter. He's not a quarterback who you can put in the game when you need a game-winning drive. That's definitely no. That's a definite no. And not throw the ball down the field. So, so, you, so you don't think he's worth a second-round pick? No. Well, I'm, I don't know, but I'm, I, I don't think he's a quarterback. That's gonna win you a Super Bowl. So, so wherever he goes, if you think a second round pick is good for him, fine. I don't care about that. What I'm debating is, is like you're getting a get, think about the guy you're getting. No, you get you're getting a guy who you better the other t- the team better be pretty well built. That's around him. Mm-hmm. Niners were very well built, and Jimmy G was in there. Imagine the Niners with a with a quarterback. Imagine the Niners with Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, any one of these. Like, the Niners are a really good team, man. It wasn't Jimmy G. That's my point. So whoever wants to go get Jimmy G better be a team who has is built well at every other position. Agree, Ry? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that he's one of those quarterbacks that he's not going to go win you the game. I also think he's not going to lose you the game. I think it's just the rest of the team, he's going to be a no- – I don't want to say a non-factor because he's the quarterback. Like he's going to be involved in every offensive play. But if you see some of the play designs they have, it's it's handoffs, screen passes, play-action slants, and, and that's pretty much what you're getting from. And, and it works because they have so many weapons. They have a great offensive line. They have a great defensive line. They have great uh, explosive playmakers: Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Kittle. Uh, they somehow always have some sort of depth at running back that they could just pick a random guy and throw him in there, and he's running for a hundred yards a game. 
you throw Jimmy G on a team that that's struggling to to create offense, um, like like I'm saying this, put him on put him on the Bills, right? Take Josh Allen off the Bills, put Jimmy G there. The Bills don't have a strong run game. The Josh Allen was their run game. You know what I mean? So I feel like the Bills are not nearly as as talented or as explosive of an offense as they are with Josh Allen. Um, so I I don't think he's a top you know prospect where you have to go get him if you're a team that needs a quarterback. But I do think that he has like a veteran presence. If you have a young guy that maybe you're not really confident in yet, or you're looking to draft this year, maybe you get him. He'll won't lose you games. He'll keep you competitive, and then maybe you develop the young guy under him. I I don't think that's a bad move for a team. Um, I think it'd be a bad move for the Steelers because I don't want them. But <laughs> any other team that's looking to do that exact same thing that the Steelers are looking to do, I, I think it's a good move. What do you think? Do you think so, Rich? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think uh, I think both the Steelers or the Buccaneers uh, would be two good fits for him. You know, those teams are pretty much established. Good defense. Uh, got playmakers on offense. You know, depending on what happens with Godwin during uh, this offseason, if he, if he returns with the Bucks and Leonard Fournette. But, I mean, that's a good, well-built team right there in offense. Uh, you throw, you know, Jimmy G in that equation, I th- you know, I think he'll win you games. Um, you know, he just came up short again going to his second Super Bowl. Um, you know, maybe – I don't know. I, I, I just think I, – I, I, No. Uh, they don't. They're not well built. That's why not well built around. Well, well I think that. Yeah, I think that's exactly what you said, Mike. Rich, Rich made a good point where it's like the Buccaneers. I think would be a good spot for him. Uh, but like you said, Mike, it's because they're well built already. They have a great. They have good run game. They have a solid line. They have a good defense. So, but but, but yeah, who are? But who? But who else could they get? If they, you know, Jimmy G gives them the best chance of winning and their best chance of making it to a Super Bowl winning. So why wouldn't you go for him? Yeah, Buccaneers, the Steelers. I mean, you draft a rookie or you bring in someone else. I mean, I think I think Jimmy G is probably one of the best free agent or not even free agent, but best quarterback that's out there to get this offseason. But you're going to have to trade that you get to get him, right? So you're going to lose something and you're going to take on money. Want to do like, that for a guy who's not not this? I don't like Jimmy G in Tampa though. I do agree that it's a very well built team, and that's what suits him best. But like he has Mike Evans to throw the ball to. Mike Evans runs down the field, bro. Um, Chris Godwin runs deep crosses down the field. Like he plays better, you know, he plays closer to the line than Mike Evans does. But Mike's not going to be there. What do you think about the Titans, Mike? Think, I think he's comparable to like a Ryan Tannehill. So yeah, I think so. I think Ryan Tannehill's better. I think Ryan Tannehill can does throw the ball a little bit more down the field, but it's a very similar run, I think, scheme that the Titans run and the Niners run on offense at least. So yeah, I would. I'd rather have. I'd rather have Tannehill. But I feel like a, a team like the Steelers or the Bucks, if they don't go for a guy like Jimmy G, I mean, you're and like. You're, you're, you're going to pick a rookie quarterback, hope that you hit on that, or you're going to get one of these bridge quarterbacks that 
basically do the same thing Jimmy G does, but I think Jimmy G gives you a better opportunity to win than a Tyrod Taylor or but I feel like uh, they do the Teddy same. Bridgewater. See, like I think that's a good point, but I feel like what Mike was saying, you're gonna if you end up with one of these bridge quarterbacks, you're gonna pay him significantly less money than than Jimmy G would be expecting. So then, you know what you're gonna get from from one of these bridge quarterbacks just a year or two to develop the younger guys anyway. If like I was saying before, I think that's a good role for Jimmy G, but if with the price tag on him, I don't think it's you're willing but, to pay that much for for that role. But how many years? Uh, you know, like the Steelers and the Buccaneers, I mean, you're kind of in a situation, not like a win-now situation, but like you have talent on that team. Why yeah. waste it for a year or two or three years until you could find someone? Or oh, no, you I... could get, I mean, you could get lucky. You know, the Steelers could get lucky. They're interested in this kid from Liberty, this rookie Malik Willis. I mean, he could come in and, and, and dominate. You know, you don't know that. But, I mean, no, I, I'm I with just feel you, like you can you, you, you can't waste your talent. So that's why I feel like you got to pick up a guy like Jimmy G. Yeah. You know, you talked about it earlier. You know, the, a lot of things might do. I know, but look what the Rams Look what the Rams are doing. They trade away. Stafford, bro, wait a second. Matthew Stafford is not Jimmy G. The Rams. Agree. Agree. Like, yo, we're going to get a guy. He's not a guy who you add to already. He, he can kill it no matter what when you add to him. Agree. But the Rams realize they have talent. And they don't want to waste that talent on rebuilding or or trying trying these 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 different quarterbacks. But Pittsburgh Pittsburgh really can take a chance on a young guy. They could start rebuilding from right here from a, from a guy like that. I they they have good very good pieces, got a great system. Why not bring a young guy in and see what it is and just have a backup who's a veteran who could win you games too, you know? But maybe you hit on a young guy, dog, and you pay him significantly less. You could keep your draft picks to pick bet even more young guys and go forward. I'd rather go forward there. Jimmy G, man, to me, ends up on a team like Washington, um, somewhere like that where it's like, what the heck's he going to do there type thing. I was trying to think of other ones before. What about the Texans, depending on where Watson goes? The Texans, correct, Rich? You know, something like Carolina that. Carolina Panthers. Right. Okay. All right. That's where he's going to end up. But <laughs> I don't think he should. I also don't know why you would give up something for him. So I'm really making a hard case for Jimmy what about, G. What about the Saints? Good job next year. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the so, Saints Saints aren't bad either for him. It's not a bad one, right? It's not a bad one. But uh, but Rich, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on the fact that I don't want to see, you know, a few prime years of of the talent we have wasted with like a Mason Rudolph, let's say. Like, just go, being okay with our backup guy who's shown and proven that he stinks. And exactly. Then, like, I feel like that would be a waste. But I feel exactly. like if we gave it a try with a young guy and then picked up one of those maybe bridge quarterbacks as a backup or, like, even started him, then maybe he doesn't do that well in a game or two, but, like, yanking him quick, then letting the young guy – like, if we have, like, another average season, at least we're developing a talent, like, in a young guy getting experience, I'd be okay with that. What I wouldn't be okay with is, is wasting a full year on like a Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins type year where the guy, the younger guy doesn't get to develop at all if that's the route we go. Or if we go with what you're saying, like Jimmy G, and it like ends up not working out. Now we're a sub 500 team and we don't have our picks and we're paying money and we don't get that young guy that we need to develop. You know what I mean? Like now that, now we wasted five more years instead of. <laughs> Like yeah. the one or two seasons that it could be, so I don't, I don't know. I don't have like the perfect answer for what 
uh, like my team should do. But I do think there are spots, like Mike was saying, for him to go. Like, I do think he'll end up like the Saints or Panthers. I think Panthers might even be a good a good spot for him. They're looking for someone who's just like Jimmy G. So I have a list here of early predictions for uh, 2022 quarterbacks. Um, I'll just go through the whole list, mm-hmm. and then you guys could kind of give your opinion or something, you know, go from there. But uh, so it says the Washington Commanders are going to get Kenny Pickett. Whoa. Uh, New Orleans Saints are going to stay with Jameis Winston. Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Denver Broncos. Miami Dolphins is going to stick with Tua. Green Bay is going to go with Jordan Love. Carolina Panthers, Deshaun Watson. The Las Vegas Raiders will stick with Derek Carr. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Malik Willis. Hmm. And then Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jimmy G. Huh. So what do you guys think of that little carousel moving around with these quarterbacks here? Um, I don't think the Saints stay with Jameis Winston. I think that's one that sticks out to me. Um, what about Watson depending, to the Panthers? I guess the I guess depending who they bring in for coach. Um, but Watson to the Panthers, I that's such a wild card to me. Is like how are they going to figure like what happens? Like that's there's so many outside of football implications on that decision that I haven't even considered Deshaun Watson as like a viable like quarterback option for 2022 for for any team because you know what I mean because it's like I I don't know what's going to happen I don't know what the NFL is going to do what his case is going to look like um or cases multiple um you have that list Rick you just rattled off yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah. Right, right. No, all good. Um, I do think Washington Washington has like the earliest pick uh, in terms of needing a quarterback, like teams that need a quarterback. Um, so I think that's why they go pick it. Um, I haven't seen much about Malik Willis. I've seen him throwing at the Senior Bowl that they're doing, and I mean he has a good arm. He definitely has a has a good arm. Um, he played for Liberty, so it's just one of those things kind of like Trey Lance was last year where he's just super talented and you just hope it carries over and, and um, you don't really get to see him against, you know, these SEC or like, you know, Power 5 conference guys. But maybe that's where, you know, you find the diamond in the rough, the FCS or, oh. or, or leagues like that. But I'd be, I'd be okay with it. I'd just be... Like like with last year, with going with Najee Harris in terms of the Steelers, I just want to see his make doing new things. I've said this on the podcast a lot, like doing something the Steelers wouldn't normally do, draft like a middle linebacker and, <laughs> you know, go test free agency for a scrub. So I, I, I'd be okay with drafting one of these t- top guys this year. Um even though it's not the strongest quarterback class, but this carousel, Aaron Rodgers to Denver. I do, I do. Uh, the one I major. This is what I meant to say. Uh, my major disagreement is the Green Bay Packers. I don't think they stick with Jordan Love. If Aaron Rodgers leaves, I think they find someone else, um, someone solid, unless they lose like everybody with Aaron Rodgers. Then maybe you you just tank it and start from scratch. But 
Adams is a free agent, right? So if Rodgers leaves, I mean, he's most likely going to leave too. Yeah. You got Lazard. You got Jones. You got A.J. Dillon. That defense was really good this year. I don't know how many pieces they retain. They need to figure out special teams, obviously. But I don't. Do they take on Jimmy G? Yeah, I would say if you throw in a guy like Jimmy G who's beaten them how many times in a row, I feel like that team, I mean, if they figure out special teams and they figure out the gaps and keep the defense solid like it was this year, I mean, they could still, there's still be a playoff team. I don't feel like, if you start Jordan Love, they're not a playoff team. I say that. Not at all. Agree. I could see Jimmy G maybe going to Green Bay because of the Matt, Matt LaFleur, Al Shanahan, same verbiage. You know, maybe they like similar guys to each other. Green Bay loses Aaron Rodgers. Uh, man, I hope you're right, Ryan, because they cannot go with Jordan Love. <laughs> that really shouldn't be an option. So, I mean, but I do I, I do think these GMs sometimes don't want to swallow their pride and be like, okay, I messed up here, you know. And this was a demise of Aaron Rodgers, and now he's not here, and now I'm not starting the guy who we got. So I do agree with that. I think Jordan Love will be the quarterback there, at least to start the season. I don't know if he ends it. Uh, Kenny Pickett, man, whoever gets him is going to get a good quarterback. So is Washington got a – where's their pick? I think it's like 12. Okay, yeah. I, listen, man. I, I don't know what the 1 through 12 is. I wish I did at this point right now. If one of you guys could pull that up and then I can give you a more accurate thing. But, like, I don't think Kenny makes it out of I got top. it right here. One is who? Jaguars? Of course it's loading as soon as I said I got it right here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Jacksonville. Okay, he's not going there. What's two? Detroit. Yep. Okay, well, listen, slow down now because – they got Jared Goff, but Kenny, to me, this dude Kenny Pickett got the same cojones that that Joe Burrow has. I don't know why I like this guy. I've been watching now more of like these young guys who are going to be quarterbacks, you know, coming into this class. Cause I didn't know much about him, and I wanted to. This guy, this guy likes to play football too, man. You know, he's got that similar swag that Joe Burrow got, man. So maybe Detroit gets him. Who's three? Houston. Okay. Yeah. Four. Who's four? Uh, Jets, so probably not. Ain't gonna go there. Uh, Giants. Giants. They already committed to Daniel yeah, Jones. They're gonna roll with Daniel Jones. And then six is Carolina. That's okay. Uh, so there's an. And he doesn't make it out of the top six. This is my opinion. No one in one through six is gonna get Kenny. So no, I don't agree with that Washington one. Or a possible about... trade up. Yeah, well they better. Um, New Orleans Saints. Amos Winston. Yeah, I think they do retain him because I think he gives them a real good chance of winning, and they're gonna have a new coach there. You see, what offensive coordinator gets bumped up. Should maybe the OC, the OC from the Chiefs is uh has an interview with him on Sunday. Eric Bieniemy. Yes. Yeah. Listen, they either should go with Bieniemy or they should go with Byron Leftwich if he even wants to leave because they need to. If one of those guys go go there, then maybe those guys get their quarterback maybe in the draft because they're going to have an okay draft pick too, I guess. And I think Byron Leftwich or the enemy could really develop a good quarterback. So based on right now, though, I say Jameis Winston goes back unless we see where the coach is. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver. I was going to ask that question. 
with this Denver new. It was I, I did it first, but Denver now with all the things in the media and who knows what kind teams of up for sale. Who knows what kind of organization they're running over there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying whether they are or they're not. I'm not. We're not here to do that. We don't do that. Respect the checkers. That gets into a whole nother thing. But um, what about the news then, of him just building a house in Tennessee? Right, and and Nathaniel Hackett. That's the only thing I think that you know had him attractive to go there. I think there's better team for Aaron Rodgers, and the Tennessee is one of them. Um, the next thing here, Tua stays in Miami. Uh, depends on the coach, right? Hmm. Listen, I believe in Brian, Brian Flores. And if Brian Flores didn't think Tua was the guy, then I don't think Tua was the guy either. I didn't think he was anyway. So that's what I'm going to base that one on. There you go. Jordan Love was the next one. We already discussed that. I don't know. I agree, Ryan. I don't know if Deshaun Watson is a quarterback in the NFL next year either. I don't know. I'm not even thinking like that. Carolina, does Carolina get them? Him, McCaffrey, that rule got one more year to me. To prove it so i don't know about that yet either i do think Derek Carr stays in las vegas because mcdaniels likes him and and wanted you know him to come i think to new england or something after brady left they wanted to make he he, he wanted to coach this guy at something i heard this dude this dude malik man he's good too he's yeah. another guy i've been watching stuff on too so now when you guys put that in the chat there about going to pittsburgh i said whoa let me check this guy out so i could see him in pittsburgh I could definitely see him there. If I was Pittsburgh, I would give him a shot. And Jimmy G in Tampa, yeah, could be. I think you guys had something on that one, you know. <laughs> I like this hot take, Rich. This is good. This is We got to keep this. Oh, with some hot takes during the week and ask me and Rye these questions and shoot them out there. I like it. All right. I mean, I think we should just hit one more topic on football and we can bounce through the NBA. Let's I think it. we just maybe just uh, briefly uh, talk about the Super Bowl. Uh Maybe just do a quick little pick who we think is going to win, quick little brief. Just in case we can't record next week, we might have a little conflict with our schedule next week, guys. Mm-hmm. We might not be able to record. So this maybe just briefly hit it. And if we could get a quick episode in next week, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about it. But uh, go ahead, Mike. What do you think about the Super Bowl? Who do you think is going to win? I think the Bengals are going to win. I've been riding with Joe B now for a little bit. I've been trading them in fantasy, man, to get him on my team. Um, so I had Jamar Chase. So I've been rooting for these guys all year already. And – you know, because I had implications in fantasy, but now, you know, with them pushing through the playoffs like they have, man, I want them to win so bad. I love the story in, in you know, Los Angeles with the Rams and Stafford and those guys, and I think they're a really good team. You know, I think they're, and they're at home, man, you know, but hopefully Cincinnati travels well. If they do, and if Cincinnati and Joe Burrow can continue to stay stone cold and not get rattled when they're down or when they get sacked a bunch of times. You know, if things aren't clicking right away, they've shown through these whole playoff run that they can, they, that they know how to stay calm when the storm is, you know, swirling around them. And if they can continue to do that, I think they can get Stafford to make a mistake because he has thrown picks. And, you know, I think they can score points on that defense. No, they definitely could. They didn't. That defense didn't buckle down to the fourth quarter in that game against the 49ers. You know, Joe B and Jamar Chase and Higgins and Boyd and Mixon can get going. Mixon's an essential part of this game too. They can get him in the flat. Don't even. Don't even have to hand the ball off a lot. Get him out in some screens and you know catching some balls out there. Um, I think the Bengals are just really good, man. And they draw up a really good scheme for this one. They win. That's who I got. Bengals. Hmm. Uh, you guys have you guys heard of Mattress Mac? 
The guy oh, who drops no. all the million dollar bets every like every time there's a big event, he's you see is this old guy is this old guy from Houston, he's a uh like a he owns a mattress company or something. And uh he always he throws down million dollar bets every time. Like he won a huge million dollar bet on the Astros back in the like back when they won the World Series and then he threw a million on Alabama to win this to win the national championship. But Anyway, my point of saying is he threw four million on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, and that is why I gotta go with the Rams because I feel like this guy doesn't win bets. This guy, there's no way Vegas is not stupid. They're letting this guy throw four million dollars on the Bengals to win seven million profit. I don't know, man. Wow. I don't know. And to, all analysis to the side, I feel like. Um, yeah, but but I I'm I am gonna go with the Rams. Um, I do like the Bengals uh, storyline. I, I love Joey Burrow. So hard to root against him. Um, I the story that just keep every time you think they're gonna lose, they win. So um, th- that being said, I just I can't get that Tennessee game out of my head where they couldn't protect him. Um, and Aaron Donald, Von Miller. All the, this defense is going to come after him, I feel like. And, you know, even last game against the Chiefs, they were coming after him, but he was escaping. There were so many times where you thought he was going down and he wasn't, and he made a 60-yard throw down the field and, and it was a touchdown. I don't think – I think the big di- difference between the Chiefs and the Rams is that they're going to get him down when in a situation like that. He's not going to be escaping as often as he was. Um, and if you do that, then it – takes the whole game plan you know away from what the Bengals love to do and what they're really great at um so that being said i'm gonna go with the rams all right looks like mike's the lone wolf here whoa <laughs> <laughs> i'm going rams uh i want matthew stafford to win a super bowl man this guy had a great career got stuck in detroit for i don't know how many years uh so i want him to get a super bowl win you know Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals, in my opinion, I think they're going to be around yep. for years. I definitely see Cincy winning a Super Bowl in the future. So this Super Bowl, I want Matthew Stafford and the Rams to win. And I just think they have the best matchup. I think that front four is, like Ryan was mentioning, man, that Joe Burrow, I think, has been sacked like 15 times this postseason. So I think that's going to come into effect this game. And to be honest, the matchup I'm most excited about for this whole Super Bowl is Jalen Ramsey versus uh, Jamar Chase. So, oh, yeah. uh that's going to be awesome to see. I mean, perfect Super Bowl scenario here. Jamar Chase and Jalen Ramsey, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford. Uh, it's going to be a great game. Um, but, yeah, Matthew Stafford, that's who I'm rolling for here. It's fine. No problem, man. And the halftime show is going to be awesome. Oh, can't wait for that. That's going to be really cool. So we got up early predictions for the Super Bowl out there. Ryan's going to give us some NBA questions, man. Well, here Maybe we go. Some- trade some something going on so we got to add that for nba fans out there so here we go oh yeah so i just wanted to start get you guys opinions on on the all-star game that's coming up uh next week um a lot of controversy in this one uh nba's recently been doing a a new pick system with with the nba all-stars where the fans get 50 percent of the vote on the starters um the fans get 50%. I think the players get 50% in terms of who's a starter and who isn't. Um, but I'm going to read through these guys real quick. 
the player pool from the East. Uh, player pool from the East is going to be Kevin Durant as the starter, or as the captain, sorry, Team Durant. Um, from the East, the player pool is Giannis, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, um, Trey Young, Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, uh, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Vliet. Um, of those guys, Giannis, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, Trey Young are guys that have to be starters. Um, from the West, it's Team LeBron who's picking. He's the captain. Uh, the starters are Steph Curry, Jokic, John Morant, um, Obviously Andrew LeBron, Wiggins. obviously LeBron, and then Andrew Wiggins. Uh, I'll I'll read through real quick the rest of the the rest of the uh, reserves for that are coming from the West. But I really want to get your guys' opinion on, on how you feel about Wiggins as a starter. Um, but the rest of the West: Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Carl Anthony Towns. You don't think any of those guys think could be a starter over Andrew Wiggins? What do you guys think? Go ahead, Mike. I'll, I'll start with you. Well, I, yeah, it's it's amazing to me that Andrew Wiggins one is a starter and him and Draymond Green made the All Star team. I know Golden State Warriors are, you know, the best team in the West, definitely, and maybe the best team in the NBA, right? Their record as well. Uh, second best. Suns are on the tear. Okay. Um, so maybe that's why I know the Suns they got two players as well, right? Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Devin Booker. Booker. They have, two, they have two players as well. But no starters. Yeah. The heck? So first of all, Devin Booker should be a starter over uh, Andrew Wiggins for me. That's one I would definitely do. Luka Dantich should definitely be a starter yeah. over Andrew Wiggins. Um so should Rudy Gobert and so should uh, Chris Paul. Carl Anthony Towns. As well. <laughs> I think a lot of those guys. The only guy I can't see starting over Wiggins is Donovan Mitchell. Is he Hasn't he been hurt for a le- little bit here? You know, I don't think he's gotten as many games here lately. He has had a good season. Utah is a pretty good team. Um, that's the only guy. Other than that, man, Devin Booker and Luka Doncic should definitely be starting above him. Oh, definitely. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, now nah, I'm with you exactly on that, man. Uh, I, I definitely think one of those two should be starting over him. Definitely Luca. I mean, what? What? He's just a playmaker, and Luca's a huge name in the NBA. So I don't know how fan folks didn't have him having more than Wiggins. I'm just not comprehending how that all happened. I was in shock when I saw that. I was like, "What oh, yeah. the?" Well, Dallas did not show up, and Golden State did. Well, let me tell, let me tell you a little speculation I saw. Um, so there's this group. Right, that's super popular. Um, have you heard of? Have you guys heard of BTS? Dudes that mm-hmm. sing Korean, yeah, yeah, the boy band, the Korean <clears throat> pop boy band. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Apparently, one of the lead guys is their social media ambassador for the Golden State Warriors. So he apparently, this is a lot of speculation, obviously, but I saw this on on social media. I saw this on Twitter. Uh, one of the lead guys is their social media ambassador. Uh, and he tweeted out to vote, get the vote out for all the possible, you know, Golden State Warrior um, All Stars. And since 
tweeting is one of the ways to vote for all stars. All there, people are speculating that all the Korean pop fans that are, are huge, huge fans of, of these guys don't even know what they're voting for, but they are voted. They started tweeting Andrew Wiggins, Sergeant Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and all three of these guys made the all star game despite averaging severely less points, rebounds, and assists than anyone else who, who was more deserving. But since uh, fan vote with 50% of the vote, they said that it was such an overwhelming amount. And right, this is all speculation, but I'm saying I, I saw the tweet itself from the guy who's their ambassador. Um, but I'm I'm hearing that has a lot to do with it. What, do you guys think that the NBA should change this format of, of getting guys into the All-Star game? Or is it like, this is for the fans anyway. So let's see who let's let them see who they want to see go ahead rich i'll let you start on that i mean i feel like you should just uh coaches and 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 the players should have the right to vote because they're, they're going to be putting in the guys that the fans want to see anyway mm-hmm. you know what i mean and they're and they have a better opinion on who they think deserves it and who does it uh so yeah i think they should maybe i mean maybe maybe cut back the fan vote but do like 25 percent and that impacts it or something like that but not not 50. That's a lot. I mean, look at what we're – the situation we're in here now. Uh, I don't know. I forget the kid's name, but the kid from the Spurs, you know, you guys were talking about him. Oh, I mean, yeah. he didn't even make the reserves, you know. Like, yeah. I, I think I think that might be a little better method, method is just having the coaches and the players be, you know, vote on these guys to get in. All right. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. I think it's worked out okay. Like, I agree with this whole entire list. Um. It's funny when guys like Andrew Wiggins sneak in. And Draymond Green has been in the All-Star games before. Um, so, but I, listen, this is, this list is pretty accurate. I think Murray is definitely a snub there. The guy definitely should have got in. I think Ball should have got in too. I think LaMelo should have got in. Um, I think those are two guys who I wanted to see in. It's always it's it, it, it's always a lot of right fifty percent. It is a lot of a vote. I, I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. Um. Maybe it should be a little less, but I like that they the the LeBron and and Durant pick the guys then who play on their team. I've liked that. I like that format. I really do. Compared to an East versus the West. Um, Agreed. I, I like I do like that change. Um. I do have five guys on this list on my fantasy NBA family fantasy basketball team. Whoa, there we go. You have five all stars. <laughs> That's what you like to see, usually, right? That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. The team is represented well, man. Oh yeah. Where's the, where's the game this year? Uh Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. He's represented well in Cleveland, man. I'll tell you yeah. right now. Um so real quick, you guys got that list in front of you, right? I want to do a little something here where, you know, it's Team Durant versus Team LeBron. But today we're going to do Team Mike versus Team Rich. You guys have you guys have the pool in front of you. Um, we're going to go ahead and flip a coin for who's got first pick. <laughs> and you guys are going right. to put together your team. You're going to put together what your all-star team would be. Um, what, do get? what do we get, a starting five? Yeah, yeah. So so you pick from the starter. It, it, should, it could be real quick. You can pick from the starters real quick. And then maybe get, throw a few bench guys in there, but we'll get. Let's say let's get let's get seven guys on your team. Okay. Let's get seven guys on your team from from this list. 
uh, and we'll go from there. And put it on IG and see who's who yep. everyone thinks got the better team. Yep, we'll throw it on IG and then you guys can vote. Team Rich versus Team Mike. I have I have the notes pulled up right now, so I'll keep a track of who. who All right, let's book. go here. I like this. I like this. Go Flip ahead, Mike. Coin. Heads or tails? Heads. It's heads. Yes. Ooh, get first pick, Mike. All right, first let's pick. go. First pick right. with the first pick. I'm going to go. Got to go my man, Kevin Durant. Durant. All right. All right, I'm gonna go uh, Steph Curry. All right, Rich oh. goes Steph Curry. I'm gonna go Giannis. Giannis and Tenacumpo. Reigning MVP, reigning Finals <laughs> MVP. I'm gonna go uh, LeBron. Bron. I'll go LeBron. All I'll right. go LeBron. All right. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't give him Durant and LeBron together. You know That's what I mean? True. That's true. <laughs> Is LeBron gonna play? Oh I, yeah. Well, that's that's another thing. I don't know if we just just pick the guys that you'd like in terms okay. of regular season, because um, Durant's not going to play. Braun is iffy on. I don't know if he's going to play. So just pick the guys. And we'll viewers out there just base it off of regular season, not like an All Star game. Yeah, based off if they're going to play or not. Yeah. All right. So I got Durant and Giannis and Rich went who Steph and LeBron. Yes. Yeah. Uh, third pick, I'm going to go Joke. The Joker? Yep. All right. I'm going Embiid. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to go Ja Morant. I like Dang. it. I like that one. I'll go Luca. Luca. I'm going to go Devin Booker. Okay. Let's see Look. here. I'm going to go with my last pick for the starters. I'm going to go James Harden. Okay. All right, so we each got five? All right. So that's you each our, got your starting five. Now let's, now let's get two reserves for you guys. All right. I'm going to go with my man, DeMar DeRozan, man. I love what this guy's doing this so... year. I think he's, he he's going to have a great second half of the year. Got to go DeMar DeRozan. All right. Real G on the squad. I'll go Trey Young. Ice Trey. My last, right, last pick, Mike. Who are you going with? I'm going to go Big Cat. Call Anthony Towns. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rich. I, before you make your pick, I have six guys who made the All-Star team. Dang. Dang. And you still got a losing record. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know. That's the crazy part. <laughs> That's six All-Stars on my NBA fantasy basketball team. Gad Rich. Give me Zach Levine for my last dude. All right. There you go. All right. So Team Rich is Steph Curry, LeBron, Embiid, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Trey Young, and Zach Levine off the bench. Team Mike, you got Durant, Giannis, the Joker, John Morant, D-Book, and you got DeRozan and Cat off the bench. All right. Let's do solid guys. He got the big guys over there. Yeah. Rich is playing small. So so I'm going to send this to Rich. Rich is uh, uh, the man at at operating the Instagram, uh, getting those stories up for you guys to vote on. So I'm going to send this to him. He's going to put it up. You guys tell us who who made the better all-star team here. Um, I like it. 
but that was that was just a fun little segment I wanted to do for you guys. But um, what I wanted to wrap up on is these these potential trades. A lot is is going down with James Harden, Brooklyn, uh, potentially Ben Simmons being dragged into it. So I saw on Instagram. I've I've heard you know rumors everywhere, but I saw on Instagram this guy who who proposed a trade. Um, I can't shout him out because I forgot where I got it from. Sorry. Um, but it, it's just a potential three-way trade. Uh, get your guys' opinions on this. So, the three teams involved would be the Sixers, the T-Wolves, and the Nets. Okay. So, the Nets would... Uh, let's start with the Sixers, actually. The Sixers will be getting James Harden. Uh, who has a player option in in 2022? So pretty much what that means is he can, you know, test free agency or he can come back to, up to him um, if he likes where he's at. They'd also get Patrick Beverly from Minnesota, and they get Josh Okoge from from Minnesota. That, that kind of just works out with with money. He's only on a four million dollar contract right now, um, so they would be getting rid of some money and, and bringing in another guy. Uh, the T-Wolves would receive Tobias Harris. Uh, so pretty much they'd be giving up Beverly, Okogi, uh, get Tobias Harris, and he's on a three-year deal. Uh, and then the Nets. The Nets would receive Ben Simmons from the Sixers, Malik Beasley from the T-Wolves, Matisse Thibel from the Sixers, and two of Philly's first-round picks future first round picks for James Harden. And that's all they'd be giving up is James Harden. What do you got? What do you guys think about this trade for? Let's start with what do you, how do you guys like it for the, for the nets? And then how you guys like it for the Sixers? We're going to leave the, the T wolves kind of just get Tobias Harris and, you know, kind of just adding him on. So we'll, we'll start with the nets, but just tell me overall, Rich, do you, what do you think about this trade, just surface level? I mean, just off of that, I mean, if we're going exactly what that trade said. I mean, the Nets could get two first-round picks as well, plus mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Ben Simmons is a great player. I mean, I don't know how that's going to – with Kyrie Irving being there. Uh, a great player. Yeah, Ben Simmons is great. But Ben Simmons needs to kind of be the guy that has the ball. Uh, and I, I don't know how that's going to – and interfere with, with, with Irving. Uh, you know, they're both point guards. I mean, does Irving go and play the two at that point and let Ben bring the ball up? Uh, oh, they let Ben do the same thing that me and Ryan has been telling everybody to do. Let him play off the ball. I think it works out do that? Ben, ben Simmons is not great. That's what I meant by that. You say he's a great player. He's not a great pl- player, Rich. Oh. But he's, he's, he's a good player. Oh, if he wants to be great, he's got to do some other things. But go ahead. Uh, but you know, just sticking with Brooklyn, I think if they get those number two, two number one picks and and Simmons, I mean that's a great deal for them. Going over to the Sixers, I think Harden is a piece what they're kind of missing over there. They need the guy that can control the ball and make plays happen when they need to. Um, they're right there. The Sixers are, are have a good team, so I think Harden for them would be great. I think I think I think it's a great trade for both teams if that if that went through. 
Oh, I do too. I think this is a great trade. This trade makes a lot of sense. I think Tobias Harris in Minnesota makes a lot of sense too. Getting a guy who could shoot the ball and spread the floor. I really like that meshed with Cat and D'Angelo Russell and um, those other guys over there. But the Nets getting Simmons and even more importantly Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley's a very good basketball player, man. That's mm -hmm. a good guy to add to that team, especially right now with Durant out. Um, I think Simmons plays off the ball. You know, he could cut to the hoop. He could, you know, he can grab more rebounds for that team. He could be the point guard in the home games. Um, and Kyrie could play his role, what he needs to in, in the away games right now in dealing with the landscape that we're dealing with right now. I think this makes a lot of sense. The two draft picks are great, too. I mean, that's just added on top. Um, and Philly gets a guy in James Harden who I think will mesh as well with Joel Embiid, man. I really do. I think Embiid needs another guy who could take over a game, you know, and get him the ball also very frequently, which Harden does. Harden's just assists have gone skyrocketed, in my opinion. I don't know the numbers, but they look like they did. He's on my fantasy team, so I pay attention to that. This makes a lot of sense, man. This is a great topic to end this show with, but this makes a lot of sense to me. Whoever put this together really did a great job, Rye, right? Would you agree with this? Yeah, uh, just to, just to play, you know, play host and a little bit of devil's advocate here. If you're if you're the Sixers though, and you're one game out of first place in a really talented East Eastern Conference this year without Ben Simmons and with the team you have right now, do you you know do you necessarily feel? You know, I I know bringing in James Harden is never a bad thing, but do you are you willing to get rid of you know Tobias Harris and Matisse Thybul who's played great for them down the stretch defending um and two future picks is my question is i guess is james harden do you think he's worth all of that you've seen him jump so many teams now that how do you keep this guy happy you know he wants to get and it seems like right now he's ring chasing obviously but do you think that him on philly is an easy ring is that gonna be you know his spot to be what do you think so. what do you think about that you think rich i think so I think when he was, I mean, look what he did with Houston. I mean, he, he took them to, you know, into the playoffs, deep in the playoffs, and they came up short. But uh, I think with Philly, I think having Embiid, I think that would be huge. You know, I think those two, I think that's what he was missing on those other teams, just another big playmaker like that. And uh, I, I honestly think it would be worth it for the Sixers. I think, I think, I think adding James Harden could could potentially put Philly into the NBA championship. Dang. Bigger playmaker than Kevin Durant? He needs someone better than Kevin Durant? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's different. He's a different player. Go ahead, Mike. I, I think yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, though, there's two, you got Kyrie, KD, and Harden. There's too many playmakers. We're look, 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 look at the Lakers. I just feel mm -hmm. like too many big-name playmakers like that doesn't work, in yeah, my opinion. That's the old folks' home. That's why the Lakers. Those guys. <laughs> if this was 2013, that'd be a championship squad. But dang, go ahead, Mike. What do you think? Yeah, I think James Harden with the Nets. If they all played and were healthy, they're a championship team. Um, I, I I don't think that. I, I think Thibault is another one that when you said that trade, I forgot. That Beasley and Thibault going to the Nets. I can't believe they get both of those guys because those guys are great pieces to have to make a championship run with Thibault's defense and Malik Beasley's all around. I think the Nets get really good. I just like Harden better for the Sixers because 
of his game and how he can mesh well with what Embiid needs. I, I think he's okay with Harden and, and Curry, but I think Embiid needs somebody else besides mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. I said forever, I don't think Ben Simmons and Embiid will ever win a championship together. Mm-hmm. And now that Ben Simmons is going to be out at some point, I think what Embiid does need is a guy like Harden. So that's why I like this. Nets getting Ben Simmons, though, I was assuming mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is, you know, he's healthy to play and he's ready to go. You know, if he's going to still need the time off, whether he gets traded or not, which I think he gets traded, he plays. You know, I really, I think he, I think he does. Yeah. But, you know, and... But I think this trade gets guys in places where they can excel. For Harden, I think he excels whether he's with the Nets or not. But I think he gets Embiid what he needs. The Nets get a better built team, I believe, for the long run. Um, getting rid of Harden and getting those two guys. So that's why I like this. Right. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think it's a bad, a bad trade. I think a change of scenery for Ben Simmons is is needed. Um, Gets the Sixers over that hump, man. Like you said yeah. before, like why would Sixer fans want to do that? And I agree. You have a really good team, and you've gone far without Ben Simmons and anyone else, and you got your draft picks, and you got Harris and Thibault, but you you got to get over the hump, man, you know? And I think Harden can get you over that. You do lose Harris, which stinks, but in Thibault, you know, a great defense. But I think Harden can – you got to see. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got to see if you can get over that that hump there. Yeah, I agree. And I think that in terms of Brooklyn Nets fans, you know, everyone's obviously super excited about Harden when he when it comes, but I think we know better than any, anyone else is like New York fans are are quick quick to forget, like quick to to jump down people's throats, man. As soon as comments came out that you know he's not happy being you know, there, there were some comments that he's not happy with, you know, the way the Kyrie situation is going and he doesn't like living in Brooklyn and stuff like that. And it's like, as soon as New York fans get a hold of that, it, they're they're done. They're ready for the next guy. See ya. Yeah. And, you know, I don't care how they, they don't care how excited they were when you got there. Now it's going to be all Ben Sim. You know, if Ben Simmons comes, same excitement. He's going to get the same greeting. So I think that'll be oh, good yeah. for him. Where now all Philly, you know how Philly fans are. They're already throwing him out the you know, out the city, kicking him out the city too. So I think that'll, that'll be a good change of scenery for Ben Simmons to really get his mind right, his mental game right, where, all right, this fan, this city wants me to be here. They want me to play, win them a championship. Um, so in terms of this tr- trade ends up happening, I know this is all speculation right now, but a lot of stuff is coming out about, about a potential trade between those two teams, what it looks like. Uh, we won't know for, you know, till right before the trade deadline. So, um, yeah, good. I mean, I feel like that was a good way to wrap up NBA talk. Definitely, man. What a great episode. I love that how this was put together. We hit every area that we wanted to. We got a lot of people what they needed. There is a UFC event this weekend, but um, Jack Hermanson versus Sean Strickland, I believe it is, tonight. But, you know, just watch it because we're UFC fans. But nothing really to talk about there. We'll hopefully be back with episode before. Super Bowl, but if not, we'll send out our picks again. Uh, we met probably made them here on Instagram. Vote on Mike versus Rich. Oh yeah, in the, in, in the All Star Team game, man. And I appreciate you guys coming out. Respect the chat. We out. Peace.